and Bryant Dacus. Welcome in to Sports Time on a Wednesday. Bryant and Brett with you for the next three hours, as always. Johnny Hill producing us, as always. And a lot to get to, both uh, basketball teams in the city, really all three basketball teams in the city. Tigers men's basketball, Tigers women's basketball, and Grizzlies basketball all in action tonight. And Brett, we're looking for uh, for both the Tigers and the Grizzlies to win tonight. Uh, Tigers on the road against VCU tonight at 6 on ESPNU. The Grizzlies on the road in Detroit to take on a uh, really uh, almost historically bad Detroit Pistons team. Uh, What do you think happens tonight? What what do you you think of these two games? But How are you doing, first of all? I'm doing great, Brian. Good afternoon, Johnny. Good afternoon to everyone. And we are going to have fun between now and 6. And then we give it right to to the two tips. I mean, the tips will... Almost go off at the same time, and will go off is almost duplicate teams. I mean, two and a half point favorites for both Memphis teams tonight on the road, where it is very must win. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I still love the atmosphere in Detroit. Do they still have the Detroit basketball town guy on the PA? Uh, I think so. I think so. I'll be honest. I haven't watched any Detroit basketball games this season. You Um, haven't? I have not. We um, like Detroit. We love Detroit, and I'm disappointed I haven't. Um, but I have. I've, I've checked in a couple times, but I haven't watched long enough to uh, to pick up something like that. But no, this is a game. Uh, you know, you said it the past couple of days, Brett. This is a game that both teams are entering it kind of struggling, and both teams look at this game and go, "That's a game that we can win and need." Got to win that one. Got to yeah. win that one. Both 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 teams are both uh, uh, home teams, and both Memphis upon, being the opponent tonight. Mm-hmm. They're looking. For the wins for the Tigers and VCU, you know, last year it was easy. I was scared of this game last year at FedEx Forum. Really scared of this game. I am mortally <laughs> just laying awake, scared over this game. Yeah, because this is one. I, I, I know people talk all they want about a long season, and I, as I said the other day, you can get under that comfortable blanket of well, if we played them again. Yeah. Heard a Tiger assistant this morning with Greg and Eli talking about if we played Ole Miss a hundred times. Right. Well, that's some very unique scheduling because I don't ever remember a college basketball team playing one hundred times against the same opponent. That's right. We know it doesn't work that way. No. It, it, that's not real world. Yes. That that that's that's giving red meat. That's making an excuse. And tonight against VCU, it is a a, a net ranking killer, mm-hmm. killer. And, and Tiger fans can can talk about, you know, at the end of the year, we'll be so much better. And, and now we know that Jordan Brown's not playing tonight, right? That's correct. He, he's sick. Uh, I'm sick of his play, and now he, <laughs> he's ill. Uh, but but he's not playing tonight. And all these guys, and, and five and two is not a bad spot for the Tigers at all. But all these guys are going to look so much better when you get into that Temple, Tulane, North Texas, SMU, Charlotte grind. Right. And then and, and you, you, you win 17 in a row and you are, are, are 15 in a row and you go 15 and 3 or 16 and 2 in the AAC mm-hmm. and all that posturing about, you know, if we, if we play damn Ole Miss now, That's right. if we played VCU now, we played VCU tonight, mm-hmm. that's the time you get them. 
Yeah, well, and that's always the the kind of coach speak of, you know, this team is so good, we just couldn't finish. If we played them 100 times, you know, we'd beat them 99 of the times. It was just that one out of 100 times they got us last night. I mean, you hear so many coaches talk about it, but you're right. That, I mean, that's the talk of the defeat. Yes, it is, and, and, and you're going to hear that from a lot of coaches, but at the end of the day, you play them once, and I guess in conference you play them twice or maybe even three that's times. Right. But, you know, you've got to capitalize on these games, and the thing that scares me the most about tonight, I know we'll talk about this game, game uh, more at, at length uh, in, in our next segment, but the thing that scares me the most about this game is Breton, and this team's uh, one of these teams is in action tonight, but after this, on the road against Texas A&M, then home against Clemson in Virginia, currently a ranked uh, Clemson team. And Undefeated. So, yeah, and so, you know, what is the look-ahead looking like? When you're going on the road to a team that you can look at their record, you know these guys are looking at what these teams have done against other opponents. When you're looking at, oh, uh, VCU, they've lost to McNeese State and Norfolk State in their last game. We've got Texas A&M, Virginia, and Clemson coming up. You're gonna, you can easily look ahead and look past that game, and especially with Jordan Brown being out tonight. I know he hasn't given you a lot this year. He hasn't given you a ton of minutes, but that just means, um, and he's been good this year. But you're going to have to get a lot out of Malcolm Dandridge tonight. You are, and when Mal- the longer Malcolm Dandridge is left out there, the more prone he is to foul yes. and to get into foul trouble. Now, it, it is so interesting to me, and I try to never draw the direct comparison between college football and college basketball mm-hmm. because it is as different is daylight and dark. Uh-huh. Quite literally, yes. one has 11 men on the field, one has five. One's right. got a round-shaped ball. People, mm-hmm. people know all this. People know all this. But but especially the, the basketball proponents, they love to draw that comparison. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing so much of this now around town. With, with you know, we, we want the, the flat, linear, zero-sum game when it comes mm-hmm. to college football. Mm. When, when, when it's never been like that. It's ever. never been like that. No. But with college basketball, if we only played them again, if we sure. ran into them again, mm. it, it may, may, maybe. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me, in a rematch, yeah, we, we, we could, we could beat them the second time. You know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, shoulda, maybe, coulda, yeah. probably. No, that, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. There's one shot of going to Virginia Common all year, yeah. and it's tonight. And it's why it is that important, because everybody around here knows the schedule was front-loaded and brutal. Yes. Next year's will have to be front-loaded and brutal, because this conference is pure garbage. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that sentiment of, uh, you know, if, if we played them, Ten times we played them again. If if we're playing Ole Miss again tonight instead of instead of on Saturday, you know that is another thing that can you know it can be dangerous to these you know young players. You get that in their head, and they're now focused on that loss against Ole Miss, and oh, we should have beat them, we could have beat them. Now they're not focused on on the task at hand. I mean, you've got to be focused on that next game, and when that one game's over, win, lose, or draw, you've got to move on to this next game. That's it. And, how, and that's how, about so this, how about this, bro? How about this? I'm not talking about scraping and bowing and mm-hmm. all due death. Deference paid, right? But just congratulate the winner sure. and move on. Sure, congratulations, Ole Miss. Good win, good start to the season. Chris Beard's obviously um, having finding some early success down there. Now let's move on to VCU. Because on that, if if we played them a hundred times, we played them again. Who really thought during that game that Friday of the Bahamas has Villanova won since? Brett, oh man, and I'm excited. Have they, seriously, have they won a game since that day? Uh, 
Brett, uh, I do not believe so. I'm looking. Um, Who thought that would have happened? Quickly, because it, it they look like the globe trotters uh-huh. that day. Yep, yep. You're absolutely right. Let's see. Villanova has not won. They've lost to St. Joseph's. And who would have thought that? Kansas State. Since now, then. now that that's three quality opponents, Very especially quality. those first two. Mm-hmm. Not dissimilar from the rivalry passion sure. around Memphis and Ole Miss. Sure. There was there 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 was some Super Bowl quality quality to that game Saturday, but it was not the Super Bowl. It was a big game mm-hmm. aspect to it. There's a big game for those a big five teams to yeah. play them Absolutely. in Kansas State. We know is always yes. uh, real real good, very very competitive mm-hmm. team historically. But coming out of the Bahamas, all the if we played them again, nobody would have thought. Yeah, that that Friday, November twenty fifth, when we're talking on December sixth and scratch since, nobody would have believed that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, coming out of that game, it was okay. You know, two and one, and the one game you lost, that Villanova team looks like a top fifteen team, and that team could very easily be Final Four um, when we get to the end of the season. I had Villanova in my Final Four before the season started, um, but you know, you you played two Big Five games, and Brett, you know how much I respect the Big Five, which yes. now has six teams for whatever reason. But and that uh, Drexel, the added team, Drexel's the added yeah. team. And, uh, you know, and then Kansas State, uh, you know, a very good team. Kansas State has only lost to USC and and uh, Miami this season. So two really good opponents. Yeah, very, very respectable. And uh, so, you know, tough games. But you would think the Villanova team that we saw that one day um, would at least win one, probably two of those games. And, and to, you know, the people, the, the hot toward shooting, whether mm-hmm. it was the the little guard for Ole Miss or Morrell or whatever, well, we, we the Tigers have run into hot toward shooting now two games in a row like that. Maybe it's and, and Ole Miss shot the ball well last night. Maybe it's not hot toward shooting. Maybe it's the calling card of the five plus years of Penny Hardaway yeah. not being up to speed yet in this early part of the year. Could it possibly be that? But no, 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 no. Let's don't get near any blame. Yeah, no, uh, and uh, you know we'll we'll see tonight, and we'll see what the uh, what the shooting looks like for for VCU because um, I think I saw I think Jason Munns pointed this out um, very similar three point shooting numbers to Villanova when Villanova entered that game against Memphis, both hovering around low thirties, thirty one, thirty two, and so you know you said after that Villanova game, oh. Huge shooting night. You could say the same thing about Ole Miss, mm-hmm. but now against a VCU team that is that has really struggled uh, behind the three point line. If they come out tonight and start knocking down threes left and right, then I think you really have to have a serious conversation about. It's kind of the same thing we did with the Grizzlies at the beginning sure of the season. Of first couple games, we're going okay. You know, just great shooting night from these teams. Is it and then them or us? Fourth or fifth game, we're saying, all right, we need to take a little closer look at this defense because not every single team can have their best shooting night against the Grizzlies or against the Tigers. So I think that's certainly something to keep an eye on tonight. And it's never in the five-plus years, it's never been that it possibly, from the Tiger point of view, Mm -hmm. could be us. It's always them. It's always something, you know, the bad luck or didn't get the timeout against FAU or or some excuse. Mm -hmm. And, and, And I think people are ready to move on from that. In the preseason, when we did these picks, we both had wins at VCU tonight. Yeah. We both had wins. Uh, at this point, you had the Tigers three. Uh, I'm sorry, you had the Tigers four and three. All right. You, you had lost at uh, Mizzou. 
you had uh, in in going one and two so, in in the Bahamas. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. So you were at four three. I was at five and two. We both had coming out of tonight wins. Yeah. I think that will happen. I think so too. I think it's going to be really really close. I think Virginia Common tonight would love to keep this game in the fifties. Absolutely. They, they, they're going to want to slow it down, and they're going to want to make this ugly uh, against this Tiger team. And, you know, they're, they're, this is going to be a big game for them. I mean, VCU, I don't care how good or bad they are, VCU draws um, great crowds in Richmond, and people come out to see VCU play home games. And so, um, especially with a quality team like Memphis coming in, um, you know, I think there will be a, a good environment. And VCU, really, their problems this season have been – uh, offensively, defensively, they have not been bad. And you talk about keeping it in the fifties, keeping it in the sixties. I'm looking just real quickly um, at these numbers and their last one, two, three, four, five, four of the last mm-hmm. five games have been played in the sixties. And so and that's that's the style couple, of game they won. And the wins in there are narrow escapes. Yes. They've kept it. Yes, I mean it, it. It's been it's been tight. Uh, the the Tigers. I, I don't know why I'm so scared of this. Other than the the biggest fear I have about this, I have five previous years of seeing this, yeah. Yeah. and I've seen this play out. The Tigers should could come out and blow their doors off, and then head to A and M with a lot of momentum. Yeah, no, they they absolutely could. I think that would be best case scenario. I think that's what we all want. Um, but you know, a good coach at VCU, Ryan Odom, that uh, a lot of people will know for uh, leading UMBC to that big win um, yep. against Virginia, but also had some some real success at Utah State before taking this job at VCU. But um, you know, it it should be a good game. I think the Tigers will win. We're going to get to Tiger bankroll in our next segment, where you know we actually put some money on it. Johnny is itching. Over there um, to try to get back into this yeah, thing. Johnny's um, ready. He's I'm been ready. thinking about it all week. Man, I'm fired up, man. Johnny's hey. been pressing since Saturday's loss. Right. Hey, hey, man. I've been down in the dumps, well, but I hey. I know it, Johnny. Get your chin up. <laughs> hey, I'm picking my chin up, Brett. Right. I'm ready, man. Hey, Got to get know, back in there. Right. Got to get back in the out. arena. Now, on, on those preseason predictions for non conference, I had nine and four. Yeah. And I thought that would be enough. Far that you know that 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 yeah. kind of comfy middle mm-hmm. eight nine ten something like that maybe seven maybe seven you had eight and five yeah. I'm not so sure now that nine and four would get you in that cozy cozy middle mm-hmm. I, I I I think it would be more toward nine or ten than it sure. would seven or eight yeah no and that that that'll be a good question for uh, for Kevin Sweeney a little bit later in the show because um, he'll he'll certainly know more than than we do about um, that but. Right now, Brad, I mean, if we're looking at four, really, if we're looking at five, you got to have this game tonight against gotcha. VCU because, like I said earlier, you've got three really good teams um, you know, right up next after this game. In, in almost every preseason math, whether it was nine, what you're going to do in those 13, mm-hmm. this was in the left-hand column. End of the yes. year, 23, 24, 25, and there's always that few out there that's something in one, mm-hmm. something in two. And yeah. they've, like, never been right. You might not need to listen to them. And they were yeah. the same ones telling you Musa Cisse would be one and done. That's right. That's right. Musa Cisse, one and done guy. and was going to How be a, sad. A How sad guy. to know so little. 
Yes, yes. But uh, it's going to be fun, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more in our next segment. But let me set up today's show. Before we get to top and not top story of the day, like I said, 3.30 in our next segment, we're going to get right back to this conversation about Grizzlies and VCU. I'm curious uh, what what listeners think. What do you all think um, about tonight's game? Are you worried about it? Do you think the Tigers go in there and handle business tonight? Let us know, 901-360-8255, what you think tonight. We'll talk a little bit more about tonight's game in our next segment. We'll also have to get to Tiger Bankroll right now. Tiger's a two and a half point favorite tonight against VCU, so we'll make our picks uh, in the next segment. 345, we'll get into the Grizzlies conversation, their game tonight against the Detroit Pistons. Both these teams uh, eager for wins, uh, especially the Pistons in this losing streak they've been on. They're looking um, to break it. They're looking to get a win in the book. Um, It's been a long time since they've had a win, so a big game tonight. Grizzlies, Pistons, we'll talk about that at 345. Four o'clock, David Cohn, the co-host of Crane & Company, will join us to talk college football. A lot to get to with David. 4.30, we'll get to some uh, early week college football and NFL lines. I guess only one college football line this weekend, Army and Navy. Weird to, feel so weird to say that um, after the season is really, regular season has come to an end. 4.45, we'll get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, Kevin Sweeney uh, from College Basketball Central and Sports Illustrated will join us to talk college basketball. A ton to get to. Two really fun games last night uh, in college basketball. We'll have to get his thoughts on the Tigers and really college basketball as a whole at 5 o'clock. 5.30, we get to watch Trending. And at 5.45, we'll wrap up today's show like we always do with Taco Bell Crunch Time. But let me remind you, we're in our Family Leisure Studios where family and fun come together. And it's time for the Family Leisure's Christmas Sale. Excellent deals on pool tables, shuffleboards, and saunas. Are you tired of the sore from shopping? Check out their huge selection of hot tubs and massage chairs. All of those in stock and surprise your kids with a new arcade game table or play gym gifts for the whole family to enjoy and also on sale theater seating outdoor kitchens and grills patio furniture and fire pits family leisure wants to wish you and your family a merry christmas family leisure 2120 witten road just north of i-40 He's Brian, I'm Brett, and Johnny Hill's our producer, and we're with you until 6 o'clock, and we do. We want your feedback on the Tigers' night in Richmond and on the Grizzlies' night tonight in Detroit, 901-360-8255 to weigh in on any and all subject matter. This hour of our show brought to you every day by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com, the one and only Lexus dealership in town. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year to you from everyone at Lexus of Memphis. Great offers on the remaining 2023s and all the 2024s that have taken over and always special leasing options. Give them a call at 901-334-9673. Drive in luxury and confidence, knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. Stop by today at Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 2024 flagship LS500 and you'll be looking and driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design that makes for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing. Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis. Top story of the day. Well, Brett, my top story today is 
is the Tigers in their game tonight against VCU. VCU 4-4 four four right now and looking uh, to bounce back after a loss against Norfolk State. They did have a win the game before against Penn State, but they've lost three of their last four coming into tonight against the Tigers. Losses against Norfolk State and McNeese State certainly jump out when you look at their schedule. And for McNeese State, don't look now, but Will Wade, his 10-game uh, suspension at the start of the season has come to an end. Take after, that, Harbaugh. That's right. After McNeese State beat the Mississippi University for women last night, 92-23. to what, what, what? Yes, Brett, you heard me right. The Mississippi they played University the w? for women. They played the W and W's um, co-ed? got a big W. The W is co-ed. We learned earlier today, mm, I think, since 1988 that? they've been co-ed. You're kidding me. Um, I, I'm not kidding. How'd I miss that? How'd you miss it? In about was it in all the newspapers? Days? I don't know. Maybe, maybe back then it was. I don't know. Maybe it got looked over because people didn't understand why they didn't change the name of I've, the school. I've had friends all my life It went to the W. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, a big loss for them last night. A big win for McNeese State, and then they wake I'll up today doggone. with Will Wade going to be back on the sideline next week for their next game. But back to the Tigers. A big game tonight. We know Jordan Brown did not travel with the team. It's being reported that he's dealing with an illness, and that's why he didn't travel for the team. He really hasn't given you much this year, and uh, I know Penny Hardaway has talked to the media uh, multiple times uh, about how they really need him to step up. They need the double-double guy um, that Louisiana had last season in him, and and will we see that? Um, Hopefully, I've seen some people thinking maybe this is a little bit more than just an illness. Um, but I, I don't want to speculate, uh, at least right now, because this illness is the first time we've heard about it. But he'll be out tonight. You need a big game from Malcolm Dandridge tonight in his absence. He'll start. Um, and so hopefully the Tigers, after losing back-to-back games, can bounce back with a big win before a really tough stretch coming up these next three. I don't want to speculate, but I want to ask more questions about it. Are there any, any well-placed sourcing for... Trouble in paradise? No, and it wasn't even really speculating. It was just people saying, I hope this isn't anything more than an illness. Um, not even really a well, sense first of all, I hope he gets well. I hope, he, I hope he gets well, too. Um, and, and hopefully this doesn't lead to anything. That's uh, Penny's tooth. I think it's better. Um, okay, he, had good. A, he had a big surgery to remove the tooth, is what That's I heard. Um, so hopefully no toothaches tonight in Richmond. You, you know, technically, I think I'm correct about this. McNeese is now technically just McNeese State. They have really got, got, gone away with the state. Like interest, so Memphis just McNeese. Interesting. I think. Interesting. I know Nichols but, is like that. It's not Nichols State anymore. But I would have bet the W was not co-ed. Well, so hey, you know, you you teach me something, I teach you something, Brad. That's what we're here for. My top story: Tigers in Richmond, Grizzlies in Detroit. They both will face a lot stiffer tests this year. But both of these games are must wins yep. tonight. Both two and a half point favorites on the road. Pistons losers of 17 straight. VCU 141 at the net. Let me repeat, 141 at the net. Best win over Penn State. Bad losses to McNeese, McNeese State. Not to both of them, just one. And to <laughs> Norfolk State. That That is Norfolk State's Super Bowl playing, playing VCU. So kind of know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Memphis 71 net. Stakes are huge tonight.
not top story of the day. Stakes are absolutely huge tonight. My not top story of the day. Let's go to the other team in action tonight. The Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Detroit Pistons tonight. Two of their last three games have been wins. They got it started uh, a week ago from today with a win at home against the Jazz. A 105-91 to win. Then they won their very next game on the road against Dallas. 108-94. to The next game, a loss at the Suns. But I thought um, a really well-performed game by the Grizzlies and a 116-109 to loss. But now, the Detroit Pistons, a 2-18 Detroit Pistons team. Detroit that, basketball oh, man, team. They, I don't know how much uh, gusto they have chanting that this season with all of the losses that have mounted up this season. Their last win was against the Bulls, and it was a long time ago. It was. October 28th. A couple months ago. Yes, October 28th, their yeah. last win, and won the game before that on October 27th. So, Brett, you talked a lot this week about the best two weeks in Alabama history, maybe the best two days That's in it. Detroit Pistons, certainly this season, uh, sure with back-to-back be. wins and back-to-back days. Haven't won a game since. They're certainly looking at this game, thinking it could be a win with Orlando, Indy, back-to-back games against the 76ers and then Milwaukee on the schedule. So this might be their most winnable game on the schedule before we get to the new year. But for the Grizzlies, they're looking to continue this momentum after winning two of their last three and beat Detroit. So stakes are high in this one, and uh, both teams really looking for a win. I'm going to say that PA guy in Detroit was the first real kind of hype man PA guy around the league because it used to be very much, you know, Oh yeah. Two, two, two points uh-huh. during, you know, foul on uh-huh. number 12, Isaiah Tower, Joe yeah, Dumars. Yep, yeah, and then get out of there. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say he was, and I, I think he's very entertaining. Yes, My not top story, eight, eight NFL teams at 500. Denver, Cincinnati, Buffalo in the AFC. Atlanta, Minnesota, Green Bay, Rams, Seattle in the NFC. Somewhere in that group is a team, one team that I think will play in a conference championship game. Yesterday, Bo Marchant told us he thought it could be Buffalo. What about Green Bay? Mm. What about Green Bay in the NFC? Here's the rest of the pack schedule. At Giants, home versus Tampa Bay. <laughs> at Panthers. At Minnesota, home versus the Bears. Wow. That's a very winnable schedule, Brett. Sure is. Look out. Hey, I said it yesterday to Bo. Look out for the for the Packers. Time to look you out did. for them. You right. inspired me. Thank that, you. That, that's when I made that note of to look up all the six and sixes. Uh, thank you, Brett. I mean, look, hey, they're playing good football right now. Three in a row. What, four of their last five? So let's keep an eye on the Packers this weekend and, and going forward. But that'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead and get to our first break of the day. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about tonight's game between the Tigers and VCU. We'll do that next on Sports Time. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. 
Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you in our family leisure studios. And we got a big game tonight for the Tigers uh, against VCU. VCU enters this game 4-4 four and four with kind of the losses that everyone's going to talk about when talking about this game. McNeese State, uh, or McNeese, we're still confused on what they're called now, and, uh, and Norfolk State in their last game or two, the big ones. Tigers coming off of back-to-back losses. I was curious what people thought about tonight game um, and uh, and what they think about you know tonight's game for the Tigers and uh, and we did get some text messages um, mainly about the Ole Miss game against Memphis um, when we were talking about how out a hundred times yada 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 we had one text that says Ole Miss was favored against Memphis don't know why they would harp on it too much they weren't favored um, yeah they they were not favored but a very close line um, it was hovering what was it about two points. One and a half, two, two and a half, two, two and a two, half, two and a half. Tip. Um, very, very close. And so, you know, I think um, even though they weren't favored uh, in the game, um, it was still. I mean, Vegas thought it was going to be a two point game. I mean, it, these are two very good teams. I don't want to spend this segment talking about Ole Miss um, and that game from last week, but you know, Memphis was two and a half point favorite yeah. Saturday over Ole Miss. Yeah, and so uh, and so you know, but it was still. People thought it was going to be a close game. And so, uh, for people who. And it who was were, a close game. It was. And that's why I'm saying is, is people who are freaking out about the loss against Ole Miss, that's a very quality Ole Miss team down there and, and has been playing um, really good basketball to start the season. And so, you know, it, it's nothing to uh, lose your mind about. And so, uh, moving on to this game, Tigers need a win. And we spent a lot of time talking about Jordan Brown and his absence tonight. But. Um, the guard play. Uh, I think um, you know you saw some issues in that game against Ole Miss. Who are you looking at to to kind of have a game tonight that really needs to step up? David Jones. Yeah, yeah. The the hero of the Bahamas, the MVP of the team through seven games. That between not getting the ball to him Saturday and coaching dereliction. It, it, it was just unbelievable that he went five fifty without touching the ball, yeah. without a shot going up. He touched the ball, yeah, without well, a shot going up. And and that's the thing. I mean, you've got to get him the ball. I know there's been a lot of uh, conversations before the season and to start the season about who is, you know, the best player on this team. Who's who's the best? Is it David Jones? Is it Jaquan Walton? Both are very good, but I think David Jones has shown you um, a ton from a scoring perspective early this season. Obviously, um, Jaquan Walton was out uh, towards the end of that game against Ole Miss. Um, but yeah, you got to have David Jones involved and you've got to get him touches. I mean, you really need, I don't want to say run the offense through him, but you got to get him involved as much as possible. And going the last five minutes of that game is just unacceptable when you have a guy that is playing really, really well and had been playing really well in that game against Ole Miss. You got to get him the ball and you got to give him open shot opportunities. And there, there are so many players that really outside of the wins in the Bahamas, you know, from the Villanova game on, sure. just just two games, but really have been miss, missing in action. Mm, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. And so you know who steps up? I think uh, you know a guy that we talked about before the season, and I think talked about a couple of games that he really stood out. But Nick Jordan, and I think that's a name that you're going to have to to lean on tonight. Um, a guy that's come off the bench for you, and with you know the kind of maybe lack of of depth in the front court tonight, you really need Nick Jordan to step up. And I've heard so much. He's a dog. He's going to give you a lot down low. He's going to be active. He's going to be physical. And 
some games, he is all of those things. But other games, he sometimes gets lost uh, down low. But you're going to need him to give you some some massive minutes tonight. And the rotations will be critical tonight. How many yeah. how many players will play? How, how, will, will they change the starting lineup? I, yeah. I guess it will have to change some. Yeah, so uh, so Malcolm Dandridge is going to be in the starting lineup tonight in place of uh, of Jordan Brown. Um, but you know, what does that mean for uh, you know who's the first come off the bench? What what are you looking at in, in you know in terms of bodies? And you know, I think uh, if the shooting, if you see something similar to you did these last couple games where shooting has been a problem for the Tigers, do you look to Ashton Hardaway give him more minutes to to kind of get that shooter on the court? Get him on the court and get the ball in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, and you. I mean, I think any freshman that you talk about, and and you know, we saw those first couple of games, um, those first couple of home games where he was out there, he was getting eight or nine minutes a game, and he would get out there, but he looked like a freshman. He looked lost at times. He looked uncomfortable when he was shooting. Um, but then you saw what he did against Michigan. So I think you've got to mm-hmm. continue to build that confidence. It's not going to happen overnight. And and he needs these reps. He needs game time experience um, to, to, to feel more comfortable. And so I hope we, we see some more you know run for him tonight against VCU. Tigers led most of the day on Saturday, almost 34 minutes, yeah. but then lost, lost in the end. Tonight against VCU, we talk about want, VCU maybe wanting to keep it low scoring. Mm. Well, that, that's, that's to the Tigers' strong suit, too. When, yeah. when all the, the, the numbers, all the analytics for Penny Hardaway in his five-plus years at Memphis, the, the, when they hold teams under 50, it, it's a really good record. Yeah, no, and, and you know that's what they're going to look to do, and we need to see that defense um, from them tonight. And I think you got to get after them early and often. I mean, you look at what Ole Miss did. You know, we put up eighty points, and that's not something I think uh, fifty in the second half. Is that right? The, that, that's right. Let me double check, but I'm I'm pretty sure that is right. Yep. yep. And that's in twenty minutes. And that's right. Um, and and it was actually if you break that twenty minutes down into ten minutes, um, they scored twenty five in each of those ten minutes of yeah. the second half. So uh, complete even split. Uh, I want more in the last ten minutes or whatever. It was completely even. And so uh, you know that's not something you know we know how much he talks about defense. Uh, Coach Penny Hardaway does. And so I think you know you go back and whatever day they had film and looked back at what happened, he's pointing out, you gave up 80 points. You gave up 50 points in the second half. That is not what our team does. And so I'm hoping to see a, a far more physical, far more active defense tonight. Yeah, I just, I just couldn't believe that the Tigers all year defensively would allow one player to go off on them. Yeah. Well, in, in Villanova had a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's I just hope we don't kind of fall into that you've seen it these last two games and and i hope we don't because i remember a couple years ago that's kind of what it would be and it was it was weird i don't remember if this was it wasn't last year it must have been two years ago or three years ago where the tigers especially when they got to conference they had this bad stretch of there'd be one person on the opposing team it seemed every single game they played that would go off they'd finish with like 25 points 20 points yeah but it would never be the team's leading score they would they would scheme so much defensively for that leading scorer that it would always be somebody coming off the bench that would light it up for 20 points or 25 points and we'd be sitting there going how can you how can you let this guy come off the bench and score that many points and i'm just hoping we're not falling into something like that again but this time it's seeming like those leading scores are are having really good games yeah. against this tiger defense and brian you made a good point like 
the Tigers, we're normally a defensive team. Like, I helped Penny with the Penny Hardaway show. Mm-hmm. And he even mentioned that that's their identity. He stresses it all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's their identity. Yeah. And then he said the most consistent guy right now is, is David Jones. Yeah. And he's the guy. Like, he, he, out of all the guys, he's the most consistent yeah. guy. So he needs to really, like, show up for mm-hmm. them to continue hey, being good. I, I think Jones had 20 Saturday, and, and that was with that long, yeah. protracted yeah. Spell without it, without, yeah. without shooting the ball. Yeah, 22 points on, uh, you know, really good shooting splits. Um, you know, two for eight for three, but if you just take what he did um, outside of three-point shots, he, he was really effective. And, um, you know, you just you just need more of that from the rest of the team. But, I you know, I, I feel like we're talking about a lot of bad things this team has done, and easy to do that when they've lost two straight games. Yeah. But we knew losses were coming early Yeah, in the they, were coming, they were the coming. The schedule right. was built for, for, non, for a couple non-conference losses. So, they, they were, and, and I, I had five and two to yeah. this point, and, and I'm not that surprised by how it's looked, other than surprising that it was a, a defensive mm-hmm. lapse. Yes, yes, and I think I agree. That's something to keep an eye on tonight, yeah. because, like I said, you don't want to slip into that where this part of the game that coach has been stressing every chance he talks to the media every coach's show every coach's radio show he is stressing defense 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 and then you come out and you're giving up 80 points you're giving up 75 points you're you know you're being outscored by opponents and and it's ugly like 50 points in the second half just like on saturday two and a half point favorite oxford tonight memphis a two and a half point favorite on the road at vcu Mm -hmm. in richmond Tiger bankroll. Brian, you're five and two on the year. Uh, you're eleven twenty-five. That's plus one twenty-five. Starting with the thousand, your pick. Uh, I'm going to take the Tigers again tonight. I'm going to take them for seventy-five. I think you know they get there. Maybe this is a five or six point win for them. Maybe it's a blowout, but I do think they cover the two and a half points. Right. I hope it's a blowout, and we can you know talk about a lot of momentum moving into that uh, going into that Texas A&M game. Johnny Hill, you're three and four on the year. You're at eight ninety, so that's down a buck ten, one ten. Your play tonight. Hey, Brett, man, I've been doing a I lot of thinking. It, I'm even thinking right now, but man, I'm taking the Tigers. I believe. All right, and I'm going to go for a smooth. The Tigers against the spread this year are three and four. John, it's a clean sweep for you. You're eight for eight taking the Tigers. He loves his Tigers. I mean, he comes in here rocking the the, the Tiger jacket. He loves the Tigers. Hey, man, I had to. Hey, I said, they ain't going to let me down this time. We'll see. I'm five and two on the year at 1175, narrowly leading Bryant. I'm going to take Memphis to win the game. Oh, here we go. 69-67. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Saw give me VCU coming. plus the two and a half. Saw that coming, yep. For $10. $10? $10. I ain't going to lie, oh, Brent. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. $10. I'm not. I mean, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, Playing the long game. I mean, Playing the long game. I get it. Um, and, you know, I thought we were going to get – have we had a group block? Yet this year? Yes, we had one in against Michigan in the Bahamas. Okay. We all had the Tigers. Okay, okay. I didn't know uh, if that was going to be our first group block. I know it's been very few this year. I mean, only seven games. We haven't picked a ton, but I knew we hadn't done a, much of any group blocks for Tiger Bankroll. I thought we were going to get another one there today. That's it. 
Well, you had two, so you're very close of going uh, group lock on the Tigers. But all right, so we'll see what happens tonight. Me and Johnny, we're on the Tigers. Brett, he thinks they win, but he thinks it's much closer than what we think. He'll take VCU, the Rams, tonight. Well, let's go ahead, get to a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Grizzlies and their game tonight against the Pistons. You already know you can listen to Sports 56 anywhere with the Sports 56 app or at sports56whbq.com. But you can also watch us daily with live video of all of our shows on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you. And we talked a lot to start the show about the Tigers' big game tonight on the road against VCU before they head down to College Station to take on Texas A&M. But, Brett, we got to talk about the Grizzlies because they're also in action tonight. Been a couple of days off for them um, since their uh, last game, a loss to the Suns. But back in action tonight against the Detroit Pistons, a, uh, a really struggling Detroit Pistons team. That is putting it mildly, yes. and if the Pistons don't break through tonight, again, they're, they're looking at it as this is the night they are. to break through. If they don't break through tonight, Friday night at Orlando, Monday the 11th home against Indiana, huh. Wednesday the 13th home against Philadelphia, Friday the 15th at Philadelphia, Saturday the 16th at Milwaukee. Well, that's uh, quite the opposite of an easy schedule. Um, that's brutal. It really is. And it, it, the team. If that, you're 17 and two, that's tough. Yes, and I think or 18 and two. Right, and uh, you know, Brad, I think maybe people that aren't haven't paid attention yet this season. Maybe college football they're still watching, NFL they're still watching. They haven't really checked into the NBA. They might go, oh, the Pacers. You know, that's a, that should be a win. But this Pacers team, you know, the energy I saw from that team really all season, but. What I saw the other night when they beat the Celtics in the in-season tournament, this is a fun, young, hungry team in Indiana. So, no, all of those teams are, are you know, the top of the sport right now, especially, you know, including the Pacers that, you know, I wouldn't say are the top, but certainly having a good start to the season. ESPN Analytics says 51.8 score prediction or win prediction, matchup predictor hmm. for the Grizzlies, 48.2. No, I'm sorry, 51.8 Detroit. Forty-eight point two Memphis. Well, Brett, I told the you yesterday. The old matchup predictor. Brett, I told you yesterday. I had a bad feeling about this game. Uh-huh. I just got a feeling in my gut. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny for everyone that likes to, you know, hate on the Grizzlies if they lost to Detroit? So I mean, they will. It will be robust if that's the case. And it's, it's just really weird. I mean, we've talked about how weird the season has been, and kind of when you look at the last. However many years, especially the years with John Morant, they've been pretty good. Maybe outside of his first year, you look at most of the seasons before they got John. Obviously, had to be pretty bad to to get up to get John to get up to get Jaron. But when the core four was here, I mean, it's there hadn't been a, a ton of times in the last however many years that the Grizzlies are going up against a team that's on a 16 game losing streak, and you're going, oh man, this is a toss up, you know, betting line says Grizzlies by a few, the ESPN analytic whatever has the Pistons by a little bit, I mean, it's it's a weird time. 
both games going off, tip, tipping it almost simultaneously. The yeah. ball will go in there almost at the exact same time. What will be the viewing preference tonight? I'd love to hear from people mm, yeah. with that. 901-360-8255. I know you got a back button. I know you got mul- multiple screens. But what will have your primary attention, Tigers at VCU mm. or Grizzlies at Detroit? Huh, that's a good question. I think for myself, main TV will have Tigers and VCU on it. Uh, laptop will probably have Grizzlies and Pistons on it. I'll be main TV, only TV, <laughs> Tigers. Mm-hmm. No laptop access for wow. me, but radio Tigers. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, get get a little uh, get a little Dave. Uh, hey, there. I agree. I love it on both ends. What about <laughs> you, Johnny? What's your I'm going with the Tigers. It got to be okay. the main on the TV, okay. and I will just for Brian have the Grizzlies on my laptop. There you go. There <laughs> I would have that. But I mean, the back button works just as. Just if as I knew well, how you know? and it was free, I would do it. Well, um, it's uh, neither of those things I think are applicable uh, right now. No, um, I, I do not know how, and it is not free. It is not free. But I mean, for the Grizzlies, I mean, I think uh, you know. How good can you feel with the start of the season that the Grizzlies have? But you certainly feel a lot better if you can wake up tomorrow and say we are winners of three of our last four. I don't That's care right, right Put now. Put a little something, string a little something yes, together. Right now, with what the injuries, the suspension, all of that, I don't care who you're playing. If you can wake up tomorrow and say we've won three of our last four, um, I think you feel really, really good. And our good buddies, Minnesota, here Friday night. How about that? Mm, love, Got blasted by them comes here. the other time they've been here this yep. year. Mm-hmm. That that was by 22, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was. That, was. that was quite a loss. Over the holidays, I know a lot of family and friends in town. You want to take them out, but you want to have a lot of great food around the house. The commissary is the spot for, for all that. The new Collierville Commissary at Houston Levy and Poplar are the original in Germantown for the holiday itself, for the 25th, or for other times during the holidays. You want the, the, the turkeys or the hams from the commissary, 901-754-5540. It's simple. Go online at commissarybbq.com, and you can get the smoked turkey, the homemade corn dressing, the gravy, the cranberry sauce, the mashed potatoes, green beans, rolls, butter, plates, utensils. They do it all. There's a price point for everyone for whatever size crowds you have, whole turkeys and hams, all the sides, the the bulk pricing, and all the desserts. You can get it all at the commissary at 901-754-5540 or online at commissarybbq.com. You know the commissary since 1981. Spreading all the holiday cheer with the Memphis-style barbecue and ribs that scream the Memphis slow-cooked way. And if you're craving an easier way to order, text commissary to 33733. Start with the appetizers like the cheese plate, are the smoked chicken wings, the tamales, or the barbecue nachos invented, created in the early 80s by Walker Taylor and his team, now a staple at everything. Then dig into the ribs. The shoulder chopped or pulled on a plate, on a sandwich, all the sides, beans, slaw, deviled eggs, bread as well. And you can order it by the pound, a six-pack or an eight-pack or a 12-pack to have plenty of food around for the holiday season, for holiday get-togethers, for holiday parties at your house. And if you want to have a place to go with a big group, the Collierville Commissary at Houston Levy and Poplar, perfect for that. 901-754-5540 or go online at commissarybbq.com in Collierville and in Germantown. The party areas, the orders to go, catering, tailgating, and the holiday bird. They got you covered at the commissary. 
It is going to be a fun night tonight with both teams in action, the Grizzlies and the Tigers. Brett, you mentioned it, that both are tipping off at the same time. So you're going to have to be working the back button. You're going to have to have multiple ways of watching if you want to watch both of these. But hopefully uh, tomorrow we'll be talking about two wins. We'll talk, I'm sure, a little bit more about both these games as the show goes on but let's go ahead and get to a break when we come back david cone the co-host of crane and company will join us to talk college football we'll do that next on sports time 